Hello everybody, Pal World is taking the video gaming world by storm, but is it a hotbed of animal cruelty or just a video game? You're listening to Vegan Talk with me, Anthony. And me, Alex. Welcome everyone, this is Vegan Talk and today we're talking about video games and their effect on the animal rights movement. Yes, we're going to start off by looking at Palworld, which has recently been commented on by the animal advocacy organisation PETA, or the People for Ethical Treatment of Animals. However, we're also going to talk about animal rights in video games in broader terms. Okay, sounds great. I think we should start off, Alex, by giving a bit of background about Palworld. I've never played it before. A lot of our listeners will not. What is it? And why might it be something that might not be a vegan's favourite game? Where to begin with this? Palworld is a open world, multiplayer, survival, monster catching game. So the idea is that you will catch pals. It's a bit similar to Pokemon. In that you'd, I think most people have heard of Pokemon, haven't they? I think let's keep things real basic. Okay, but, okay. But it, it... Um, so you will capture monsters, which are pals. They're all made up. They might be like, they might have one that looks like a cow, but it isn't a cow. It's a made up monster. And you will, you capture them, you befriend them. You can then have them working for you. You can put them to tasks. You can kill them and eat them if you want to. You can use them for wool and leather and things like that. It's a survival game, so you have to kind of chop wood, axe rocks. You make your own house, which is a base, and then you put your pals to work in the base, and they will then do things for you. They'll run your farm for you, and it's kind of managing the pals while also getting on with other aspects of the game, basically. Okay, so I'm already seeing why that might not be... (laughs) A vegan's favourite game, necessarily. No. What What would you say from your understanding of the game, which is going to be greater than most, most people listening, including myself, what are the main contentious issues with regards to animal rights? I mean, ultimately, you are capturing and killing animals or monsters, made up monsters. So that's the obvious factor. And you are then also putting them to work for you. You do have to look after them. You have to keep them warm. You have to keep them well fed. You have to keep them happy and looked after. Otherwise, they won't do very well. Much like a dairy farmer needs to keep their (laughs) cows alive and producing milk and not freezing. But actually, it's all, all a means to an end. Exactly. On the other hand, it is completely made up. I mean, it's... yeah. Okay, so we'll we'll come to that, but like the the initial problem potentially for people is that that those things. So it's were it real, were it to be real, we could say that. Well, no, in the game's universe, you are exploiting the animals, the creatures. You're exploiting them, but you're killing them. Yes, and you have dominion over them. You're controlling them. Yes, although I don't know whether in the law of the game they do actually kind of want to want to work because yeah. in in other games, for example, in Pokemon, they want in Pokemon you can you can sort of capture Pokemon and then battle with them, but they actually want to be that they want that to happen to them. Right, so it's like Douglas Adams's pig that wants to be eaten in the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Exactly. Okay, fine. So this came to our attention 
from a statement released by Peter, didn't it? Now, the statement was thus. This is from Peter's VP of Programs, Eliza Allen. Peter has already heard from many Pal World fans who have no interest in eating Pals and want a vegan guide created for the game. It's Veganuary after all, and gamers want to help animals by eating vegan in their game worlds and outside. Now, I will say, as Peter's statements go, that's not too controversial. That's quite gentle, really. They're not saying this game is abhorrent and must be cancelled. I mean, in Vegan Week, a few days ago, we reported a story where Peter wrote to an animal carousel company saying you need to stop making rides where horses are depicted even though they're not real they're made of ceramics or plastic or whatever they're made of just focusing on this statement it's not actually that bad is it it's kind of saying if you're vegan you might want a vegan way of playing this game yeah is that the only thing they've said because i thought they they have said that it's been abusive that's all they've said to insider gaming And, crucially, Insider Gaming contacted them for comment. So this is not a Peter press release. This gaming website contacted Peter and said, what do you think about this? Well, then it's all just getting a bit suspect, isn't it? The the issue is broader than, than Peter. I think it caught our attention because I think both you and I and probably many listeners of the show have come across things that Peter have said in the past. So you know we we mentioned this in vegan week early this week about, about the the horse carousel also related to gaming not necessarily computer gaming but in terms of board games or i don't know what you call warhammer it's not a board game tabletop is it tabletop game tabletop game there we go thank you in 2017 peter asked games workshop to make warhammer fur free to be clear these little warhammer figurines there was no fur on them these were characters who were depicted as wearing what looked like a fur pelt, but it's made out of fiberglass or plastic or, or whatever. So they were saying you're, you shouldn't even depict what looks like fur, which for me is is stretching things a bit and is potentially undermining things. I don't know what you think about that, Alec. Yeah, I'd agree. And Peter have had a go at other, other video games in the past as well. Well, they make their own, don't they? They, they make m- their own parodies. Like they made their own version of Pokemon, for example, where you're being Pikachu fighting back at being captured by somebody. And they've also made a parody of Mario I haven't I haven't had a go on that one, but they had a go at Mario saying that he's supporting wearing fur. I love the way you're phrasing it. They had a go at Mario, they did. He's <laughs> uh, my Mario, leave him be. You should absolutely leave him be. He's doing his best as a plant. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I think it's fair to say that this story piqued our interest, but the actual story itself is maybe a bit of a gateway into a broader issue. So there is video games in general, but also this Pal World game. There are lots of users who are talking about, well, can you play this game in a vegan way, aren't there? And saying, well, is is it possible? And the obvious response from a lot of people is, it's just a video game. Does it matter? I mean, Alex, you play video games. Would, would you play this game? How would you feel about it as a vegan? Um, I would play it. For me, it is just a video game. I do understand, though, you know, if you're... I mean, there are some video games where you actually do go... You can kind of go hunting and things like that. And that I can understand that being quite upsetting 
to play and this has been you know people have been saying that they don't want to kill pals for meat and things like that and they're a vegetarian i don't know about vegan i think there are vegan options in the game so you can eat things that are vegan and stuff like that i saw some comments on one of these forums saying that if you just stuck to plant-based foods you wouldn't be able to progress very far in the game it would be quite limiting Yeah, and I'd say that's generally the case in a lot of games where you're needing to do something animal-related. Like, you can only go so far. What about you? Would you play it? I don't think I would choose to or instigate playing it. I play more board games. Well, you know, we both do. And I think I... To me, it, it sounds like this game is predominantly based around dominion and exploitation of these creatures. And so for me, that just doesn't sit comfortably. That's kind of not how I get my kicks and you're frowning. No, I I was wondering, there are similar games that are, for example, uh, town management games where you would have dominion over a city and you'd be setting laws and you have to build roads and then you decide on the traffic and you have to build things. Again, not necessarily my jam, but if it were... I would imagine that part of my role there in that game... Playing God. Well, no, not God. I would imagine I'm a town planner and it's consent-based and I've been voted in. That's my job. Whereas if it's a game where I'm, I'm exerting dominion over other sentient beings, presumably they've not come up to me in this universe and said, can you give us a hand? Because we're an unruly mob. (laughs) <laughs> and we know, <laughs> like I've sensed that I can befriend these creatures and I can exert my dominion over them to my own benefit, my own gain, and that's not cool with me. Whereas if it's a, oh well, you 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 you've been in, elected the town planner, can you sort out our road system for us? If that was the kind of game I did want to play, that feels all right for me. Do you think you're taking a bit too serious? I- for, for me, it's quite like a sensitive issue that most people feel it's okay to exert dominion over animals who are sentient beings and we're supposed to love, but we still find it okay to lord it over them and their lives when we choose needlessly. Like that's quite a sensitive issue for me, like that that happens in everyday life. People that I know and love and respect still choose to do that. Like that's quite a sore point. Mm. So therefore, in my free time for leisure, doing something that rams that point home to me when I could instead be playing a football game or... Do do you know what I mean? Yes, yeah. There are ways I can enjoy myself where that point is not so sharply at the end of it. Now, I mean, I'm talking board games here rather than video games, but we've played games where there's like a farming element in it and you kind of got the option of oh, you could place a farm there. And kind of similar to what some users of this game are saying, if there's a way that I can play the game and not not farm, then I'll do it. But actually... Hang on a minute. You always pick the farms when we play... <laughs> what was it? Casac- Carcassonne. Carcassonne. <laughs> yeah. But that's an in, that's an integral part of the game and you, <laughs> you have to do that. But I think, I don't know, my my feeling is, personally, I wouldn't necessarily buy a game like that. I know that often when these things are like streaming services and things like that, it's not a case that you're buying it, but you're kind of still kind of contributing to it financially or in terms of downloads. However, if I was around someone's house and someone said, do you want to play this game? I'd say, yeah, go on then. And I might make a comment. 
but yeah. it's not the point where I'd say absolutely I want to abstain from this. Yeah. Because I think there comes a point where, pe- I mean, a lot of the comments online were people saying, don't be so stupid, it's pixels coming from a microprocessor. Nothing's being exploited here. Get on with the game. But do you think it could be an opportunity if people are wanting to exploit things? Is it not better they're exploiting pixels? I mean, that comes to a question as to whether intrinsically as human beings we have a need to exploit and to kill. Mm. What do you think? Is that something we need to get out of our system? Is that why you play? (laughs) No, I I think that like I've playing sort of this kind of management game and you're kind of learning to multitask and manage lots of different things is quite a like it's quite fun to do I I don't have a I don't really have an outlet for that in real life and I doubt I ever will (laughs) so in that regard it is quite a fun thing to do well you're in luck because a new game's come out and it's a slave management game are you happy playing that oh no why not Oh, it's just very wrong. But animal farming's okay. But they're not animals. But they're not slaves. They're pixels. They're pixels. They're just pixels coming out of a microprocessor. Get on with the game. Manage those slaves, Alex. Hmm. No. Do you see what you see what I mean? Like there comes a point where as a society we say something's okay or not. Now clearly people who believe in animal rights are a significant minority. People <laughs> who people who believe in slavery are a significant minority and I think that's why a game like that as far as I'm aware would... what what if they were just blobs what if the the pals in this game were literally just mindless blobs hmm. would that be fine or so are what... you are you still having talk me through the scenario more so if they're just mindless blobs they have no feelings no nothing but you do have to um, you can get these blobs to do things for you and you can also eat set blobs. Well, again, I would kind of refer you to other social justice issues and say, well, what what if they were blobs? And I think if you, you know, pick your social justice issue and and, and turn an appalling bit of no, but exploitation into about... blob. But hold on. It's more on the nose if it looks real. It seems like more of a dangerous thing to promote or rather to let go. And just say, yeah, that's fine. Have a slavery game. Have a game where it's okay to use sexual violence, where you can be really transphobic. If they're blobs, it's less on the nose. We're less worried, perhaps, that people are going to see that and think it's okay or an acceptable form of life, a way of life. It depends what it's representing. Because these games only work because they're representing something, don't they? Like any any game that you play, if you cannot relate to it at all, in, in any way, you wouldn't play it. No. Don't get me wrong. I don't think that games like this should be censored. I don't generally believe in censorship, but I do believe in the right to challenge things and to have discussions about things and to not kind of be ridiculed for doing so. And I'd like to think that whether it's a a war game, a GTA where you're stealing cars, where you're shooting people, or a game where you're exploiting animals, like I think it's reasonable to, to challenge those things. Whether that's effective or not is another question. I mean, that, 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 is a, that is something that we haven't discussed yet, isn't it? Like, does it make, whether it's individual vegans or organisations like Peter, does it make us look stupid by picking on this as the hill to die on? This is the thing to say, oh, I'm not going to play that game or I don't think that game's okay. Does it undermine the integrity of our message? 
that we're applying it to pixels on a screen. Whether or not it undermines it, I'd say that there's better, more important battles to be having. For example, fox hunting. I, I, I would agree. Why, why would you not pick that as a battle, though? Because, I mean, there's, there's an argument in terms of vegan activism for you should shout about the things that matter to you, that are, are relevant to you, that you know about where your strengths lie. You've played video games for a number of years, like you're part of communities, like... Should that not be the battle that you do fight? No, for me, at the end of the day, it is just made up and it is just pixels. Whereas me in real life saying, I'm not going to eat this meat and going out with my gamer friends and saying, oh, I'm going to have the vegan meal. Like that's saying much more and influences them much more. If you were in part of a gaming community that, that generally, I mean, so listeners are aware very often... Nowadays, these things are accompanied with like live chats as well. So like you're communicating and having conversations whilst playing games. If there was another gamer who said, I'm not sure about this game now, I'm not sure about continuing with with Power World here because it is going against my vegan ethic here. Like, what would your response be? Oh, well, I'd suggest that they play the game where you be a shark. And your parents been killed by (laughs) hunters. And then you as the shark have to go and get revenge on the hunters. Sorry, is that a real game? That's a real game. Was it made by Peter? <laughs> no. No, you can cut that <laughs> We're not saying that. Um, I, I mean, I would just fully support them then and, and we'd play something else. What if other people in the chat were saying, don't be ridiculous, it's just pixels on a screen? I'd tell them to respect their views and just be like, yeah, go, we'll go play something else. And if you're not going to respect my views, then why am I friends with you? I think I've, I fall down on this, that like everyone's going to have a different line in in terms of like what they are happy to play or i mean i mean it kind of extends to to film to an extent doesn't it obviously we need to think about has an animal been exploited in its participation in a film but let's say it's a cgi film well i i was thinking this like does this mean does this mean that i can't watch the film 101 dalmatians because it includes breeding uh, do you mean like the cartoon version yeah it's not real i think something i feel like Julie might have said in a previous episode or a conversation, I might misquote her here, but I think she said something like, veganism is not about rules. And I think it it does weaken the integrity of things if we just see veganism as a list of rules. It's a compass by which to, to live your life by. And I think saying vegans shouldn't watch this film, vegans should do this, vegans shouldn't do that. I don't think that's particularly effective. I don't think that that helps our movement. But starting a conversation asking a question do you feel like lending your support to this film without any objection is a good idea to somebody who says that they care about animals i think that's a valid question to ask you look really sad that you're not watching 101 dalmatians now i don't really like it as a film to be honest no it's rubbish isn't it's it? not very good as disney's go but it's it's about what we feel comfortable with as individuals, everyone's everyone's going to have a different line there about what they feel comfortable watching and why. So there's that side of it. But then there's what are we going to question? What are we publicly going to question? What are we going to encourage other people to question? And I think my feeling on this is I don't want to really financially support things 
that are promoting a way of life that I, I don't want other people to have, really. But I don't know. That's probably a load of rubbish, isn't it? Because, like, we'll play board games where people are invading and, and doing things like that. Yeah, I mean, it starts to limit certain things. It's not something that I feel... Like like I was saying, it's, I don't feel like there needs to be a rule about these things. But in terms of saying, do you know what? I don't really like the idea of or the premise of that game that film that video game i think that's i think that's fair enough oh absolutely and it's and it's a good thing to do and it's a good thing to question these things yeah as we do with all animal advocacy questioning ourselves as to how and when we ask certain questions and i've got to say like i've looked at several message boards on this subject by typing in pal world veganism or pal world vegan and a lot of those message boards are not particularly supportive. You've got people being assholes, saying, don't be stupid, blah, 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 blah. Whereas I would like to think that on a closed vegan, a private vegan Facebook group, you might be able to ask that question with a bit more empathy in response or maybe asking individual friends how they feel about it. Or something like that. Or maybe you just need to say to hell with what everyone else thinks. I'm going to ask this question and people are being annoying in their responses. Then that's that's on them. Can I ask you just a random question about the game? I really don't like the fact that it's called Pal World. And the fact that they're your pals, but actually you're exploiting them. That really gets under my skin. And that's the kind of thing where I'm just like, no, this game's really bad. And it's really normalising dominion and commodification of things. Am I being unreasonable? I mean, I don't think it matters if you are being unreasonable. Well, no, I'm, I'm, I'm interested in whether or not I'm being unreasonable because I want to be a good animal advocate and I want to be effective. And if I'm going around saying something that most people think is unreasonable, that's not a great tack to take, is it? I think that from an animal advocacy perspective, you're probably being reasonable. Hmm. From most people playing video games, they're probably just thinking you're taking it a bit seriously. What, if I said to somebody, don't you think it's a bit messed up that this is called Pal World and they're your pals, but you end up killing and eating yeah, them? Yeah, I'm not keen on the name either. I, I, I guess you're, I mean, in the game, you're meant to be befriending them. But you kill them! You know, but you don't, you don't kill all of them. <laughs> <laughs> Some of them Your serve Honor. you. <laughs> I didn't kill them all. <laughs> it was genocide of most of the population. <laughs> Only kills him by accident. No, no, these are deliberate killings. I think, yeah, you, you, you generally, you're, you're generally though not killing all of them. Like you're, you're wanting to, to friend them so they can do things for you, which isn't much better. <laughs> I mean, to be clear, like. We're, we're making it sound like you're defending the game and I'm attacking the game. I don't think you're holding this up as a brilliant example of something that's going to change the world for good. No, not at all. It, it's um, I do, At the end of the day, I don't think it's a, a vegan video game. However, I don't think it portrays... I don't think this conversation portrays video games in a good light. And cool. I would just like to point out that like there's some games that like there's one where you're um you're like a mum fox to a bunch of baby foxes and you I think you're like the fast last fox on earth or something like that and um it goes into reasons why extinction's happening and deforestation and 
farming and you have to dodge people who are trying to kill you and things like that and there's a lot of games out there that are really quite educational and get you thinking and are good for animals I think animal right yeah and I mean video games are just a reflection of humanity aren't they so there's going to be things that reflect the the good and they're not so good and it's it's ridiculous to brand anything that's just a reflection of humanity is wholly bad or, or wholly good it's just not the case where does this issue sit with you then if, if we're going to categorize this in terms of veganism video games and, and where they sit together compatible they are or incompatible where does that issue sit with you for me personally i think it's it's interesting to talk about and it's it raises some more kind of nuanced issues that are really good to explore I don't think it's my primary focus as a vegan. I think what I'm doing, what my what my actions are, what I'm I was going to say what I'm doing for sort of the bigger picture of veganism. And in my head, that's more about, you know, real animals being farmed. But then perhaps on a smaller scale, having these discussions with people is a valuable thing. You know, if I do start saying, well, I'm not going to play that game because it's clearly promoting animal abuse is that a battle that's worth having i don't think abstaining from games like this is actually where the impact is had i think the impact from this issue and looking at games like pal world and saying well that's a bit messed up is by the conversations that happen around it and i, th- I think that's why it's a, a, a great topic and i'm really glad that you've you've raised it as as something that we can discuss today when you've brought that article to, to our attention, I think the reason that animals are exploited in the way that they are in our society is because carnism, the belief that animals are here for us to exploit for, for our own, for humans' own ends, that is the prevailing culture. That is the dominant culture. And that's something that's been passed on through generations. And I believe the way that we stop that exploitation is by changing that culture and that comes through conversations and looking at what makes up our culture and personally I don't believe in censorship so I don't think sort of trying to whack a ban on these things is the right thing to do nor because of the fact that we're such a minority is it something that we would be successful in trying to achieve anyway but having conversations about it and and releasing games like like ones that you've you've mentioned that are kinder that extol the virtues of compassion or maybe you know art is fantastic isn't it in in highlighting real important issues like it's it's possible for a really thoughtful video game to come out that highlights in a really clever way carnism and and how animals are exploited in a way that's not blunt and on the nose i mean the the peter ones yeah good on them for making parodies of games but they're a bit they're a bit crass, aren't they, really? Yeah. But in the same way, I, I know I'm a big fan of Okja and I go on about it a lot, the, the film, but there are people out there who are clever enough, have enough resources at their disposal, who can do really groundbreaking bits of art, culture, theatre, games, comedy, that use art and the imagination and the power of what's possible to challenge us intellectually and make that shift of culture that that over time painfully slowly unfortunately will 
a road away at Carnism. That's what I think anyway. Yeah, and it's exciting to see it when it does happen and hopefully we'll be seeing more of it with the future. Yeah, and I mean, it's it's a really basic point and maybe I, I, I'm just a bit ignorant, but when I was growing up, I'd never heard of a cooperative board game. But now there are loads of cooperative board games. There are. And I mean, maybe I just, maybe there were loads when I was growing up and I just didn't hear about them. But that's an example of like, well, actually, this thing called a board game, we can do it cooperatively. There doesn't, like, we can all win together. It's not about who's the best, who's the winner, there must be a loser, therefore, who's the most powerful. It can be like, oh, wow, we can work together and we can all win at this game. Isn't that great? And that that's how things like games and, and culture like that can can make our society better i think i mean that's kind of what you can do on pal world when you play it multiplayer can you you team up to abuse the creatures yeah you can be gods together oh good (laughs) like zeus and apollo hold your emails if i've got those two things wrong and they're not gods well let's leave things there for now however all of you listening right now do get in touch with your thoughts on what we've covered in this episode would you play pal world does it promote carnism? Or is it good to get these things out of our system? Let us know your thoughts. Oh, just got a bit of exploitation out of my system. I'm ready to go. Be a, be a compassionate being again. Anyway, enough of the falafel at gmail.com is our email address. We're on Insta, TikTok and Facebook at Enough of the Falafel. Next week is our listener mailbag special with myself and Julie. Get your messages in super quick if you haven't done already. I think we'll need them by Friday the 16th of Feb at the latest. If you do miss that and you're listening after then, send us your messages anyway. We will feature them next time. Right. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Do please share the show. Give us a review and anything else that lets us know that you're out there and alive and listening. We'll be back on Monday with all the vegan news and commentary in episode 41 of Vegan Week. Until then, I've been Alex. And I've been Anthony. And you've been listening to Vegan Talk from Enough of the Falafel. This show is kindly sponsored by our friends at Fire and Flow Coffee Roasters. And they're such great people. They're offering all enough of the Falafel listeners a cheeky 10% off orders on their online store when using the code FALAFEL10. That's FALAFEL, the number 10. Fire and Flow are specialty coffee roastery based in the Cotswold with a fully vegan coffee shop on site. Yeah, they're a vegan founded company too. They're run by three friends, Shah, Callum and Phil, and they specialise in roasting and supplying wholesale coffee beans to coffee shops, restaurants, hotels and offices. For the wholesale part of their operations, they work with other businesses to help them get the most out of their coffee offering, with free barista training and full technical support included. The products themselves are the result of their passion for working with skilled and ethical-minded farmers who produce the highest quality beans. Fire and Flow then roast them to perfection in small batches at their roastery in Sirencester, which you can visit at any time 
book onto one of their barista courses or roastery tours via their website, fireandflowcoffee.co.uk. While you're there, you can check out the beautiful, fully vegan coffee shop on site. I've been there myself. It's absolutely brilliant. And it's open seven days a week from nine till three. The last time I went, it was a Sunday afternoon. It was glorious. It's just a fab place to hang out and feel good about life. Give them a follow on Instagram to get the latest at Fire and Flow Coffee. And for those online orders, remember the code exclusively for our brilliant Enough of the Falafel community. That is Falafel 10. 10 is 1 and 0. So Falafel 1 0.